Welcome to the Hill Everything podcast. Tonight, we are continuing our journey in emotional discipline. We're going to continue to discover ways to ground ourselves, to let our thoughts, our emotions, our choices, and our behaviors work well together. My intention with this particular season of the podcast is to empower you to be high functioning, to be so well regulated that your capacity to get things done is greater, that your habit of procrastinating and being stagnant and stuck reverses as a result of the tools that I'm giving you with each episode of this season and so ironically you would think that I would want to tell you how to avoid internal chaos but tonight's topic is about how to leverage internal chaos my Baba told me years ago that what we resist persists what we resist persists What you run from, what you suppress, what you tuck away, what you don't want to take a look at, what you don't want to be honest about, what you want to project at everybody else, what you think is not you, but it really is, what you don't own, brews, simmers. It's like... The item you forgot was in the back of your refrigerator that's spoiling and you don't realize it's there until it stinks. Yeah. It's not that chaos is the problem. If you look at certain archetypes of the goddess, the divine mother, her power can be found in the chaos. Everybody loves the God of Psalms, but do you also know the God of the book of Judges? The God of war? Everybody loves Oshun, but do you know which Oshun you're dealing with? Because there's a warrior Oshun. Oh, everybody loves Jemoja, but you do know she keeps a machete on her hip for a reason. How often was Shechemet and Kali demonized? Because of their savage nature. It's not that the savage is not needed. It's that you have to learn how to let your inner demons serve you, not control you. If there is a devil, I keep my feet on his head. He would work for me, not against me. I want more women to understand the power of your light and your darkness. And so one of the tools, and there's so many, there's so many teachers and there's so many conversations, but one of the things I want to share on the podcast tonight comes from my favorite book, A Course in Miracles. Many of you who've been listening to me for a while, you know, I do a lot of teaching from this book and I'm in lesson 132. And the 
message in this lesson. I'm going to actually read a little bit of it with you. It says, I loose the world from all I thought it was. In other words, I'm going to set this world that I've created called my life free from all that I thought it was. What keeps the world in chains but your beliefs? And what can save the world except yourself? Belief is powerful indeed. The thoughts you hold are mighty and illusions are as strong in their effects as is the truth. A madman thinks the world he sees is real and does not doubt it. Nor can he be swayed by questioning his thoughts effects. It is but when their source is raised to question that the hope of freedom comes to him at last. Yet is salvation easily achieved for anyone is free to change his mind and all his thoughts change with it. Now the source of thought has shifted for to change your mind means you have changed the source of all ideas you think or ever thought or yet will think you free the past from what you thought before you free the future from all ancient thoughts of seeking what you do not want to find and now the present remains the only time here in the present is where the world is set free for as you let the past be lifted and release the future from your ancient fears you find escape and give it to the world. You have enslaved your world with all your fears, your doubts, your miseries, your pain, your tears, all your sorrows press on it and keep the world a prisoner to your beliefs. Death strikes it everywhere because you hold the bitter thoughts of death within your mind. The world is nothing in itself. Your mind must give it meaning. Mm. And what you behold upon it are your wishes. Act it out so you can look on them and think them real. Perhaps you think you did not make the world you're living in, but came unwillingly to what was made already, hardly waiting for your thoughts to give it meaning. But the truth is, you found exactly what you looked for when you came. There is no world apart from what you wish, and herein lies your ultimate release. Change your mind. Change what you see, and all the world must change accordingly. Ideas leave, do not leave their source. This central theme is often stated in the text and must be borne in mind if you would understand the lesson today. It is not pride which tells you that you made the world you see and that it changes as you change your mind. But it is pride that argues you have come into a world separate from yourself, impervious to what you think, and apart from what you, from what you chance to think it is. There is no world. This is the central thought the Course attempts to teach. Not everyone is ready to accept it, and each one must go as far as he can let himself be led along the road to truth. He will return and go still farther, 
or perhaps step back a while and return again. But healing is the gift of those, those of you listening right now, who are prepared to learn that there is no world. Their readiness will bring the lesson to them in some form which they can understand and recognize. Some see it suddenly at the point of death and rise to teach it. Others find it in an experience that is not of this world, which shows them that the world does not exist because what they behold must be the truth. And yet it clearly contradicts the world. And some will find it in this course and in the exercises that we do today. Today's idea is true because the world does not exist. And if it is indeed your own imagining, then you can lose loose it from all things you ever thought it was by merely changing all the thoughts that gave it the appearances it holds. Suddenly the sick are healed as you let go of all thoughts of sickness. The dead arise when you let thoughts of life replace all thoughts you ever held of death. A lesson earlier repeated once must now be stressed again for it contains the firm foundation for this idea you are as God created you. There is no place where you can suffer and no time that can bring change to your eternal state. How can a world of time and place exist if you remain as God created you? So what is the lesson for today except another way of saying that to know yourself is the salvation of the world? Oh. I know that A Course in Miracles is dense, but I need y'all to hang in here with me because you can really hear what I'm reading to you. It's going to begin to activate the strength and wisdom you need to leverage the internal chaos that you feel. To know yourself is the salvation of the world. To free the world from every kind of pain is to change your mind about yourself. There is no world apart from your ideas because ideas leave not their source and you maintain the world within your mind of thought. Yet, if you are as God created you, you cannot think apart from him, nor make what does not share his timelessness and love. Are the things that you see in the world like the God you know? Unless it is, it is not real and cannot be at all. If you are real, the world you see is false. For God's creation is unlike the world in every way. And as it was his thought by which you were created, so it is your thoughts which make the world that you see. And you must set it free. Release the world. Your real creations wait for this release to give you fatherhood, not of illusions, but as God in truth, God shares his fatherhood with you who are his son. For he makes no distinctions in what is him is himself and what is still himself what he creates is not apart from him and nowhere does the father end the son begin is something separate from him there is no world because it is a thought apart from god and made to separate the father and the son and break away a part of god himself 
Can a world which comes from this ideal be real? Can it really be anywhere? Deny your own illusions and accept the truth. Our purpose today is to free the world from all the idle thoughts we've ever held about it. And they offer an exercise you can do in your free time, a 15 minute period in which twice a day you reflect on this thought. I who remain as God created me would loose the world from all I thought it was. For I am real because the world is not and I would know my own reality. I who remain as God created me would loose the world from all I thought it was. For I am real because the world is not and I would know my own reality. I loose the world from all I thought it was. And choose my own reality instead. How do you leverage the internal chaos? Well, here's the opportunity. And I know that lesson 132 may be something you need to go reread a few times to fully embody the teaching and do the 15 minute exercise to start reprogramming your mind and your perspective of what is happening in your world, in the world. That really is not real. If your world is rooted in fear, rage, the, the, the heaviness that you feel, then you have made your illusions your truth. But when you realize that in any given moment, I can decide what to see. I can decide what to feel. I can decide what to believe. You are behaving like God. Every single one of you listening to this podcast has an inner mad woman or for my brothers that tune in an inner madman or for the people who identify themselves with different language each of you have a mad person inside of you that can teach you where you are in the moment the problem is when you believe what they say (laughs) (laughs) When you believe that you have the right to be dysfunctional and not get stuff done because of what you went through 10, 20, 3, 4 years ago, months ago, yesterday. See, the madman inside of you is really just an alarm saying, hey, The way in which you're perceiving things is out of alignment with the perspective that will help you retain your power. Your mad person is asking you for permission to hold the power. And I'm not the person that is going to tell you 
to get rid of that part of yourself. I think to deny any aspect of yourself is a form of self-rejection and self-betrayal. And those vibrations require punishment, right? Um, Self-judgment, self-criticism, those energies require um, punishment at a conscious level or subconscious level. I'm not telling you that your mad person is a problem. What I'm telling you is the problem is when you don't know what to do with the madness that's inside of you, when you don't know what to do to leverage your inner chaos. Instead, you bow to it. You give it permission to run the show. You um, use it as your crutch and your excuse for why you're not getting things done. I'm asking you to do the necessary things, hold the necessary perspective, say the necessary words, think the necessary thoughts, get the necessary support to be a high functioning being. I'm asking you to do whatever it takes. I'm not asking you to not be human and not have chaos. That would be ridiculous. But I am asking you to stop using chaos as the reason why you're stuck. You're stuck because you choose to be. Oh, but Tama, I've wrestled with depression. Well, I've been diagnosed with it too. I know that path. Matter of fact, I have a few things in my file. (laughs) So I'm not talking to you about leveraging the inner chaos as a just fancy, casual conversation. I don't teach things I have not lived and I don't really know about. I'm a woman that has caught myself staring at a wall for an hour and didn't realize it. Not sure what's real or what's not. Because I have allowed my stress levels to get to a point where I am derailing. And I know a lot of women think it's normal to be stressed the hell out. To be overloaded, to have every corner of your home filled with stuff. Like there's little things that we do that are crazy. Absolutely crazy. But we don't even recognize it because we've slowly allowed that inner chaos to build and build and build. Then we get intimate with it. Then we get loyal to the narrative. Then we start dating our pain. And suddenly, this is the picture you've painted of yourself. This is the reason you can't get nothing done. And then you start spending all this money on this narrative. And you go to people for support. And you asking them to pull out a violin and help you break through stuff that really is not even holding you bound. It's like how they train elephants put a chain on them and then eventually they take the chain off but the elephant thinks it's still there what happened to you 15 20 30 40 50 60 years ago is not holding you back what's holding you back today is you your choices 
what you're choosing to do or not do today is what's holding you back not what happened in your past I know it may not feel that way but sometimes you have to be bold enough and wise enough to say fuck my feelings because if I keep feeding this emotion if I don't get some emotional discipline I'm going to get lost in this pain story I'm going to get lost in this illusion and I'm going to invest in this illusion as if it's the truth about me and the world that I see you got to make some changes if you want a different life if you want a different world you can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over again expecting a different result that is crazy you have to change you have to change what you believe You have to change what you say. You have to change your choices. And you have to change your routine. You have a habit of doing the same thing the same way, choosing the same type of people, choosing the same type of experience. Maybe you change the characters, but you look for the same traits over and over. At some point, you wake up and decide. I am going to break through and heal by any means necessary. It's a beautiful opportunity. I know to whom much is given, much is required. But what I want you to understand is that something beautiful occurs when you allow mm, yourself to own the world you see as your creation. That belief immediately puts the power back in your hands. Everything I'm looking at, I created. And so if I made it, I can uncreate it and create something new. Imagine what holding that belief every day of your life from this moment forward would do for you. Oh, but my boss at work is pissing me off. Okay, but didn't you choose that job? Didn't you accept the offer letter? Okay. And you choose every day to wake up and go there. And you choose to interact and did it right. Like instead of I need everything outside of me to change for me to have peace. What happens if by the end of this conversation, you decide that I will create peace. And I think that will alter my world. I believe in you. I believe that whatever you want out of your life, you can have. And I dare you to leave this conversation believing it too. It will change everything. Even at a physiological level, your body is obedient to your consciousness. Activate your God DNA and reign in your life and be sovereign get some discipline change your bad habits 
when your mad person presents themselves, say, I see you. I know why you are here. You're here to give me the signal that it's time for me to make a shift. I hear you. Thank you. I acknowledge you. I got it from here and keep it moving. Mm. My prayer for you is that you heard, felt my words in a very deep and profound way. And it is also my prayer for you and my blessing over your head that you will agree with the God in you quickly and move forward. I can't wait to meet you in the next episode. Peace. So before I forget, we have a feature with our podcast where you can respond to the conversation with a voice message. All you have to do to be included in the dialogue is go to anchor.fm forward slash heal everything forward slash message. It'll pick up your microphone and you can record your response to any of our podcast episodes. So go ahead and enjoy this upcoming episode. Tune in, take your notes. And when it's all said and done, you are welcome to send a voice message so we can hear your reaction to it. I love you.